Gonzo Gaming 11, Surviving Zombieland. I've been playing Dead Rising 2 a lot recently, and while its blend of buffoonish comedy improvised weaponry is at odds with the deadly seriousness of trying to stop someone you love from succumbing to the zombie virus, never has there been a better game to test the rules for survival laid down in the 2009 movie Zombieland. If you haven't seen the second best zombie movie ever made, then for God's sake, treat yourself to the DVD or Blu-ray right now. You will thank yourself in the morning when you can peel yourself down from the ceiling. If the zompocalypse ever does hit, it's valuable research that may just save your life. Let's start with rule number one, cardio. If you aren't very, very quick on your feet, you will become a barely movable feast in seconds. But it goes deeper than that. You have to weigh up every second of the way, whether it's worth engaging in combat with the shambling hordes or just keep ducking and weaving towards your goal. Decisiveness is the watchword, but also adaptability. Either way, it's probably the best advice in the world to stay fit. The benefits far outweigh the humdrum process of muscular stress. Rule number 18 is limber up, which obviously doesn't benefit you in the game, but it does translate neatly to planning your route through the clear areas of zombie-infested streets of Fortune City. Some prep work before you charge in will save your life, although not having a sprint button is a ridiculous oversight. Number two, the double tap. Now, I've always been a firm believer in this, not only for zombie movies, but action and horror of all kinds. Why leave Michael Myers lying on the floor presumably dead when a swiftly procured heavy object can pop that inside-out Bill Shatner mask wide open? The same is, of course, true for Bond henchmen, crazy bunny-boiling women, and, of course, zombies. So it was refreshing in the movie to see Columbus so ready to finish the job and make sure he was out of danger. Now this is a problem in Dead Rising 2. Some weapons won't actually let you finish off a fallen zombie or group of the undead, the plural of which I believe should be a clutter of zombies as long as it's less than seven. Look for the sledgehammer for a really finalising blow to the cranium, or if you have time to aim, then the handgun may prove useful. Most of the time, though, if you're trying to get somewhere quick, a zombie getting floored will be enough. Rule number three is beware of bathrooms. Obvious, really, they're usually closed away with poor lighting, slippery surfaces, few usable weapons, and most significantly, only one door. This is where the game universe diverges from our own significantly, for as anyone who has played Dead Rising 2 will tell you, that's where you save your game. Rule number four, seatbelts. While there are several vehicle sections in the game, it doesn't seem physically possible to go through the windscreen, though this rule is something Nico Bellic should have adhered to, lest he did the same with the many pavements of Liberty City. It's also not really possible to obey rule number 31 and check the back seat, so if there's any cutscenes where Chuck gets punked by a stowaway zombie, then don't say I didn't warn you. In reality, of course, buckle up. You really can't be too careful. Rule number 7 is travel light, and while the fluid interface allows you to access four item slots at the beginning, this has its perks and drawbacks. It's something of a juggling act to pick up two things you want, which in a crowded street can be lethal. Also the same as the original Resident Evil, a bag of potato chips takes up the same space in your inventory as a big bit of wood. It's also best to carry one very reliable weapon, a comedy or backup weapon, and some food in case you yourself get munched on. However, do prioritise the homemade weaponry as it gives you more prestige points when laying the undead to their final rest. Number eight, get a kick-ass partner. This is where the co-op comes in mightily handy. It's always a more fulfilling experience surviving in groups than being all by your lonesome and clutching a cricket bat. Left 4 Dead is the perfect example of back-to-back carnage with firearms and fast zombies. Teamwork is essential and anyone who drags behind or rushes in front is generally the next entree for the horde. 
whatever the co-op mode shapes into, future Dead Rising games will do well to be heavily multiplayer based. Number 17 is either don't be a hero or be a hero, depending on circumstance. For me, it will probably depend on who's at stake, but the fact that Dead Rising 2's central protagonist Chuck is doing all of this for the continued survival of his child adds a personal touch to this game so far shared by no other. The fact that Katie is utterly defenceless and reliant on Chuck, not only for protection but for the medicine to prevent the virus overtaking her system, puts you in the incredibly tense situation of having to once again weigh up your actions. No matter the positive outcome, mistimed heroism may in the long run doom your child. Rule number 21 is to avoid strip clubs. I'm not sure if this will apply to Dead Rising 2, but it's just plain sound advice nonetheless. An addendum would be not to eat from the finger buffets of strip clubs. Even if you don't catch zombieism, pissing fire out of an ulcerous urethra is no joke. Rule 22, when in doubt, know your way out. The best policy in a zompocalypse is always to be in doubt, yet instantly decisive. Exits should always be in your peripherals, and bear in mind if things go tits up, then a quick reset back to the last save point will almost always be better than trying to make the best of a bad situation. Time is your chief currency, and it's reclaimable as long as you're prepared to work. In reality, just don't go into anywhere unknown without a shotgun and keep most of your weight on the back foot. And rule 32, enjoy the little things. By far the most important rule in the game, in Zombieland, in the event of a Zompocalypse, and in the reality we're sat in right now. If you don't take time to enjoy the little things, then that means you're only chasing the big things, which almost always disappoint if you put the sum totality of your hope into them. Whether they be a fancy piece of expensive hardware, a lost settlement of survivors, or a cherished childhood theme park. Take your time eating that Twinkie, playing that little downloadable game, or cracking one off. Do it with some ceremony and appreciate the moment. The fact that you exist right now on this planet, and for the first time in hundreds of thousands of years of human evolution, you're able to hear the words of a mildly crazed zombie Armageddon obsessive coming down the interwebs to your awaiting ears is nothing short of miraculous. I'm enjoying just saying this to you right now immensely. And if civilization does crumble and I manage to survive the ravenous undead, I promise to find a radio tower somewhere remote and begin broadcasting Gonzo Gaming live to whatever survivors are out there. There are some other zombie games that may prove of interest to you once you finish this one off. Left 4 Dead is the obvious one. Plants vs. Zombies is now on Xbox Live, PC, DS and iPhone. The remake of Resident Evil for the GameCube will still be playable on your Nintendo Wii, so seek out this repolished gem on eBay. And on Virtual Console, Zombies Ate My Neighbors for the SNES is a superb top-down shooter with similar improvised weaponry and rescuing of hapless innocents. The only book of value would be the Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks, son of director Mel, an alarmingly cold and factual preparation for holding out against the flesh-eating rabble we will no doubt be facing. And as for my pick of the thousands of movies, there's the original Romero films, the Dawn of the Dead 2004 remake, 28 days later for that dose of British reality, Brain Dead or Dead Alive in the USA, an absolute comedy masterpiece from Peter Jackson, and of course the number one best zombie movie of all time, Shaun of the Dead. Until next time, remember, use the restrooms and workbenches as often as you can, and a paddle with chainsaws strapped to either end never hurt anybody. I'm Kent England from Zombieland, saying goodnight. I'm still a big old big, I got a little situation, so listen to me, sister, listen, mommy, you can help.